This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, cloudy and 52 at the KVOM studios on this Thursday. It's the 6th of April, 2023. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And while that cold front came through, brought cooler weather. Our high today, only 59 with cloudy skies and some gusty winds. Overnight, mostly cloudy, our low 45. It'll be cloudy for Good Friday. High in the low 60s, and it'll be windy out. Friday night, cloudy, low 46. It looks nice for Easter weekend. Partly sunny Saturday, a high of 67, a little breezy out. Should be okay for all those Easter egg hunts that we'll talk about a little bit later on in our newscast. Saturday night, partly cloudy and 48. And for Easter Sunday, mostly sunny, a high of 71. Right now, cloudy and 52 at the KVOM studios. Let's congratulate our employee of the day, Nancy Warner at Rosewood Cremation and Funerals. Obituaries this morning, Joanne Crummy, age 83 of Ola, died on Monday, April 3rd. The family will announce memorial service arrangements at a later date. Arrangements are by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. David Edward Derb Durbin, age 68, of Atkins, died on Monday, April 3rd. Funeral service will be Friday, April 7th, 2 p.m., at the Harris Chapel with Reverend Michael Blanchard and Brother Eric Smith officiating. Burial will be at Elmwood Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends from 12.30 p.m. to 2 p.m. Friday prior to the service. Irene Jewel Gerke Kordsmeyer, age 95, of Moralton, died on Monday, April 3rd. She graduated as salutorian from Mount St. Mary Academy in 1945. She then did clerical work for several years for the state of Arkansas. During this time, she waited for two years for her fiancé, Jack, to return from military service during the Korean War. In 1952, they were married at St. Edward's Catholic Church in Little Rock. She and Jack raised their 11 children in Moralton, and made many sacrifices to send their children to Sacred Heart Catholic School. She is survived by her husband, Louis G. Jack Cordsmeyer, Jr., children Janice Hill of Moralton, Diane Pierce of Louisiana, Louis G. Gary Cordsmeyer III of Conway, Steve Cordsmeyer of Sherwood, Sandra McCoy of Conway, Dwayne Cordsmeyer of Moralton, Vince Cordsmeyer of Texas, Marissa Keith of Little Rock, Brian Cordsmeyer of Benton, Kevin Cordsmeyer of Little Rock, and Kim Hunter of Fort Smith, 29 grandchildren, 33 great-grandchildren, and one great-great-grandchild. The funeral mass for Irene Jewel Gerke Cordsmeyer will be Monday, April 10th, 1030 a.m. at Sacred Heart Catholic Church with Father Jack Harris officiating. Burial will be at Sacred Heart Catholic Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Rosary will be Sunday, April 9th, 6 p.m. at the funeral home with visitation following until 8 p.m. Now 7.34, let's turn to news this morning. The severe thunderstorms that swept through the state Wednesday morning caused a bit of damage in Conway County. Emergency Management Director Steve Beaver says the damage reports primarily came from the northern part of the county near Center Ridge. We only received a couple reports of trees down up around the Center Ridge and Barktown area. Uh, around Apple and Edsel, and then about nine miles north of Center Ridge. We also received one report of a uh, home with the roof blown off there on Randall Dixon Road. Beaver says the damage appears to be the result 
of straight-line winds rather than a tornado, but photographs of the damage have been sent to the National Weather Service, who will make the official determination. Beaver says there were no injuries reported in Conway County from the storm. 735, overcast in 52 at the KVOM studios. Today's high, 59. It'll remain cloudy throughout the day and a little breezy out. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 736, overcast in 52 at the KVOM studios. Progress continues to be made with prep work ongoing for a proposed new Allied Health Sciences building at the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton. Director of Marketing and Public Relations Mary Clark says... The design professionals have been hired. Craft & Tull & Associates will be the architectural firm working on the design of the building, and Nabholtz Construction will be the construction manager for the project. They are working really hard, both of them, behind the scenes, and um, you know, this will eventually, we'll, we'll see it, uh, the site work start. Um, of course, we got the EDA grant to start and cover that, uh, almost $3 million grant uh, from EDA um, for the site work. And then uh, the uh, estimated opening of the facility right now is summer of 2025. The UACCM Allied Health Science Center will be home to the college's nursing, EMT, and all health-related programs, as well as all health and science classes that can be applied toward a four-year bachelor's degree program in health sciences. The Arkansas Division of Workforce Services, in conjunction with the Bureau of Labor Statistics, announced Wednesday that Conway County's preliminary unemployment rate for the month of February declined eight-tenths of a percentage point from January to three-and-a-half percent, the jobless rate in Perry County dropped from 4.2% in January to 3.1% in February. For both counties, the rate is well below what it was a year ago. In February of 2022, unemployment was at 4.4% in Conway County and 4.5% in Perry County. Statewide, the seasonally adjusted unemployment rate for Arkansas declined two-tenths of a percentage point from 3.4% in January to 3.2% in February. Rising to 3.6% in February, the U.S. jobless rate increased two-tenths of a percentage point over the previous month. First Electric Cooperative has announced that Mark Snowden has been named its new president and CEO, overseeing the co-op's 240 employees and more than 100,000 member accounts. Snowden comes to Arkansas after previously working for utility companies in Oklahoma and Virginia. He replaces longtime co-op leader Don Crabby, who retired after working as CEO since 2005. First Electric serves portions of 18 counties in central and southeastern Arkansas, including Perry County, with offices in five cities, including Perryville. Arkansas PBS is developing a new program showcasing the wonderful, weird, and wild collectibles and antiques to be found throughout Arkansas. Filming August 5th and 6th at the Arkansas PBS studios in Conway, Arkansas Treasures encourages supporters from across the state to bring treasures from their attics, basements, barns, and beyond 
to be evaluated by a professional and potentially have their stories shared in the December broadcast. Arkansas Treasures will feature several professional evaluators meeting with individuals to discuss the heirlooms, collectibles, and garage cell finds that they're eager to learn more about. And viewers will get to hear the stories of how they acquired these items and how much each is potentially worth. To provide a fair, secure, and efficient experience, all attendees are required to register in advance. Admission for two people and evaluation of up to two items total is now available for a donation of $120 to Arkansas PBS Foundation. In addition to admission, the donation includes a year-long Arkansas PBS membership, a subscription to on-demand streaming of favorite PBS programs through Arkansas PBS Passport, and one year of Arkansas PBS Magazine with the network's latest programming, news, and highlights. Now 740, let's check markets with Kirsten Craddy of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, stocks finished lower while bonds rallied as private payrolls reported by ADP rose less than expected. After a string of strong economic data and market performance in the first quarter of the year, April started with signs of a slowdown. In response, the 10-year yield fell this morning to a seven-month low at around 3.30%, and more Fed rate cuts are being priced in the back half of the year. Consistent with markets' cautious undertone, the defensive sectors led while tech logged. Following a a near-year 20% rally over the past 10 days supported by OPEC's production cut announcement, oil prices were changed little today at around $80. The Dow closed at 33,482 and was up 80 points. NASDAQ closed at 11,996 and was down 129 points. Volume was heavy as 1.3 billion shares traded hands on the big board. AT&T was up 24 cents at $19.88. Bank of America was down 34 cents at $27.64. Deer & Company was down $23.84 at $373.82. Energy Corporation was up $3.09 at $110.57. Under Armour was down $0.20 cents at $8.17. Simmons Bank was down $0.24 cents at $16.63. Regions Financial was down $0.02 cents at $18.29. Southwestern Energy was up $0.02 at $5.12. Tyson Foods was up $0.28 at $59.96. Walmart was up $2.44 at $149.67. LiveRamp was up $0.42 at $22.68. Interpublic Group was down $0.40 at $37.03. Nexter Energy was up $1.17 at $78.33. Natural gas was up $0.03 at $2.13. Precious metals were lower today, with gold being down $1.10 at $2,000.10, and silver being down $0.01 at $25.09. I'm Kirsten Craddy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, downtown Moralton. Checking our community calendar, the Planning Committee for 2024's Great North American Eclipse is hosting a Path to Totality event. This morning at 11 at the Rialto Theater in downtown Moralton, the public is encouraged to attend this free community event, which is the first of many community forums that the committee has planned for the next year for the public to get involved with eclipse planning. The Moralton City Council Police Committee will meet tonight 
at 6 at City Hall. The Plummerville Lodge of Freemasons meets tonight at 7. Corinth Landmark Missionary Baptist Church of Adona will hold a spring revival tonight through Saturday, 7 o'clock each night, with evangelist Elder Sean Shoulders, pastor of Long Fork Missionary Baptist Church in Lafayette, Tennessee. The CHI St. Vincent Moralton Hospital Auxiliary will hold its annual Easter Bake Sale Friday starting at 7 a.m. in the hospital grill area. All proceeds support ongoing improvement projects at the hospital. The community cleanup for Kilgore Cemetery in Birdtown will be held this Saturday morning starting at 9. The Conway County Library is hosting an Easter egg hunt Saturday starting at 10. Infants up to 6-year-olds hunt from 10.30 to 11. Ages 6 to 12 will hunt from 11 to 11.30. To reserve a spot, call the library, 501-354-5204. CT Church in Moralton is holding a community Easter egg hunt Saturday at 10 at the City of Moralton Ballfields. There will also be inflatables on site and prizes for each division for kids up to age 12. Family Life Worship Center in Moralton is holding an Easter egg hunt. Saturday morning at 10.30 with free food and drink, face painting, and a chance to meet the Easter Bunny game start inside the building at 12.30 p.m. First United Methodist Church of Moralton and Moralton First Presbyterian are offering a community sunrise service Easter morning at 6.30. That will be held at the City of Moralton Ballfields. The Bethel and Union Missionary Baptist Churches will worship together at Bethel Missionary Baptist Church in Moralton Easter Sunday. Sunrise services at 6.30, Sunday school at 9, and worship at 9.45. Family Life Worship Center in Moralton will hold a special Easter Sunday service at 11 a.m. Sunday, featuring songs and music by the Children's Choir and a run-and-tell story presentation, and all are welcome for that. Monday's the deadline to register to vote for the annual school election. And keep in mind that next week is the annual Conway County Cleanup. So this weekend might be a good time to get those items together that you'd like to dispose of. You can go to our website, click on the local events tab, and scroll down to the details there under the heading Conway County Cleanup. As always, we appreciate you listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, but we know that it's not always possible to hear it as it airs. That's why we make this content available on KVOM's podcast channel. You can subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts or just listen on our website, kvom.com, or our free mobile app. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published weekdays and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 746, overcast in 52 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, we'll visit with Morgan Zimmerman. Should be gorgeous weather for Main Street Moralton's first Thursday market. So we'll be excited to hear what Morgan has to say about all that. Eric Tyler's on the way next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswatch with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Senior Madison Garrett fired a complete game two hit shutout as Marlton High School softball team beat Fountain Lake 5 0 in 4A4 conference action on Wednesday in Hot Springs. The right hander allowed just one walk and struck out 11 Cobra hitters. 
Seniors Olivia Self, Emily Cook, Lana Tilly, and Cheyenne Kemp had two hits apiece to lead the offense as the Devil Dogs improved their record to 9-1 overall, 3-0 in conference play with that win. Marlton's softball and baseball teams continue conference play today when both teams host Pottsville at Devil Dog Yard. Softball team will celebrate Domestic Violence Awareness Night in memory of Dr. Chloe Vaught. First pick for both games scheduled for 4.30 p.m. and we'll have the broadcast of the baseball game this evening live on Motown Radio 92.5 FM and AM 800. The Nemo Vista and Wonderview baseball and softball teams face off today for the first of their two 1A4 conference matchups this season. These games are being played at Nemo Vista. Both start at 4.30. Marlton High School girls soccer team picked up its first 4A South Conference win of the season on Wednesday, beating Nashville 1-0 at Devil Dog Stadium. Lady Devil Dogs are now 4-6 overall, 1-1 in conference play. The boys team played the Scrappers to a 2-2 tie. Both Marlton teams continue their 4A South Conference slate with games at Mena tonight. Girls play at 5 p.m., followed by the boys at 7. Rookie phenom Jordan Walker hit his first career home run and added an RBI double, but that's all the offense St. Louis could muster Wednesday afternoon as the Atlanta Braves completed a three-game sweep of the Cardinals with a 5-2 win at Bush Stadium. Cards have today off to regroup before playing their first road game of the season on Friday when they kick off a three-game series in Milwaukee. The Arkansas Travelers open their 2023 season tonight with the start of a three-game series at Corpus Christi. Travis' home opener is set for Tuesday, April 11th. The fifth-ranked Arkansas Razorback baseball team starts a three-game Southeastern Conference Series at Ole Miss tonight. First pick from Oxford scheduled for 6.30 p.m. Number nine, Arkansas softball team starts a big series at home against number eight, Georgia, tonight. First pick from Bogle Park is set for 6 p.m. And look at weather now on this Thursday. We've got humidity right now at 54%. Northeast winds at 12 miles per hour. Bear market pressure 30.29 inches. Low temperature this morning, 50 degrees. High yesterday was 78. A year ago today, the low was 53. The high was 71. Yesterday, we ended up with 0.39 inches rain at KVOM Studios. It brings our total for the year to 22.62 inches. Sunset this evening, 7.35. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 6.50. And forecast calls for some cloudy skies today. Afternoon high near 59 degrees, so a little bit cooler than we've had, but a much calmer weather pattern. Over the next several days, actually, we don't have even a mention of rainfall uh, for quite a while at this point, believe it or not. And looking nice uh, for the Easter weekend. Uh, still some clouds tonight with a low around 45. Mostly cloudy tomorrow on Good Friday, high near 62. But partly sunny Saturday, around 67 for the high. Then Easter Sunday, mostly sunny skies, expected high near 71 degrees. Right now we've got overcast conditions, 52 degrees in Marlton at 7 51 now on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. 
It's time for a close-up interview this morning. We're joined on the phone by Morgan Zimmerman, representing Main Street Marlton. Good morning to you, Morgan. Good morning. All right, we've got a little bit to talk about here. Of course, we always like to talk to you about the farmer's market and First Thursday activities, and that, I guess, is going to be starting uh, first Thursday of May, so coming up on uh, on the uh, the farmer's market time. Yes, we are so excited. Um, so the farmer's market kicks off on May 4th, and we have we had so many people, so many vendors interested that applied. Um, we're so excited. We're going to have a great selection of vendors. We are completely filled up. Um, I do want to say that if people are interested in getting involved, you can still submit an application for the market. As of right now, we're full. Um, but we do have people throughout the summer who have stuff come up, maybe can't come. Um, so we do keep a waiting list there for vendors. So if people were interested or, or just wanted to get notified when the application opens next year, the best way to do that is to go to MainStreetMoralton.org and fill out the application there. Okay. Um, but, yeah, we're going to have live music again, hopefully a food truck on May 4th and some games for the kids. And this year we're so excited to have some community sponsors on board for the farmer's market. So uh, Conway County Farm Bureau and Farm Credit Services and also the Agri Co-op here in town are sponsoring our market for the year. Um, so that just kind of helps us offset some of those expenses for entertainment to bring you live music and advertising and things like that. So we are so appreciative of their support. May 4th, 4 to 7 p.m., Pocket Park. I'll be back. Um, I'll be back on that day to talk more in depth about the vendors and stuff like that. But we have a lot of home growers. Um, we're gonna have a lot more produce this season. However, the May market you shouldn't expect a ton of produce because that's just a little bit early. Right. Um, but we have a lot of people who are gonna bring um, like starts and seedlings. So if you're wanting to get seedlings for your garden and stuff like that, um, and we're gonna have of course meat and honey and crafts and all kinds of great stuff so all right yep great opportunity to support your local uh, local producers and vendors for sure and then it's uh, yes. first thursday of every month may through october is that correct Yes, May through October, the first Thursday of every month, there in the Broadway Pocket Park in the 100 block of Commerce Street. Um, you'll see our banners out there, and we have that whole area closed off, and there's plenty of parking around there, and 4 to 7 p.m., and in October, we're going to do our big um, Harvest Fest again. We're already planning for that because it was such a hit last year, um, where we'll add more things and have a little bit more of a festival vibe. Um, but the rest of the season, of course, there's still plenty to do and plenty to see. Um, and we'll have music and stuff like that every month. So, All right. Looking forward to that. And uh, just recently had a big event. It's going to uh, really help the downtown area and the uh, Wayland Holyfield uh, place. We're seeing work started on that, the groundbreaking, and uh, it is so exciting to see that, uh, that coming to fruition. Oh my gosh, yes, Eric, we are so excited. So our committee um, is made up of, of several different organizations, the chamber, the city, the county, uh, Main Street, Moralton, all of us organizations have been working together since 2019, really, is when we started this project. And, and as you can imagine, we hit some hiccups and, and got delayed during um, some craziness that happened that all of you may know what I'm talking about. Um, but anyway, we're back on track and uh, we did a great job of fundraising in the beginning and we, uh, and then we got a little derailed, but we did, we have raised enough money to start phase one of the project. And so what that's going to look like, yes, you see people down there working, Mobley is down there working. Um, that's going to look like 
the ground is going to get leveled and all of the ground level work is going to be done to make that a usable space. Um, and then what is going to come in phase two, so that'll mean, you know, landscaping and concrete and just basically fixing it up. Okay. Um, and then there'll be some shade structures and stuff like that too. Um, and then phase two is going to come later and we're currently raising money for phase two. And that's going to include like some bathrooms and some other higher level stuff. Phase one will also include though the, um, the dedication to Wayland Holyfield. So that'll include the stuff that uh, like the plaques and the informational stuff about him and his career. So all that stuff will be included in phase one. Um, and so we just appreciate all the donors that have gotten on board so far. And we want to let the community know. Uh, we've just sent out a bunch of letters and stuff like that. But anybody that's wanting to make a contribution or get involved or uh, find out how they can, can help get this project into phase two um, can reach out to the chamber at 501-354-2393 or contact any of those other organizations that, that I mentioned and we'll all know how to put you in touch. But it's going to be a really great project for downtown. Uh, this first phase is going to make it to where we can use it for events and stuff like that. Um, but we do have other things that we're going to add on as the funds become available. So we appreciate all the support we've gotten so far, though. It's been a it's been a great partnership and a long time coming and it's just going to really make that area of downtown awesome <laughs> for sure and uh, morgan how, how much of that uh, project are we hoping to get done by the eclipse in 2024 yes definitely so um that is one of the reasons we went ahead and decided to move forward with phase one um because we knew we had enough money to get it like i said to a usable workable space hopefully everybody's going to be like oh we want to get on board and um, that money will come in for phase two and we still have some grants out and stuff like that too we've been writing a ton of grants and things like that so hopefully that money will come through and we'll get some more um support from donors and we'll be able to to push that over the edge but yes starting now we should definitely definitely be done with phase one um before the eclipse hopefully by um, you know, the, the end of this year. So that, that is, that is, of course, don't hold me to that because this is a construction project <laughs> and so much of it is outside of our control. <laughs> sure. Of but course. that, that is definitely the plan and definitely should be within our reach. So we're, we're excited about that. And we are mm -hmm. just over a year out from the April 8th, 2024 eclipse and a big event happening uh, also in downtown Marlton today, uh, Path to Totality there at the Rialto coming up uh, this morning. We've talked a little bit about it, but uh, certainly want to encourage people again to, to come out there uh, at 11 o'clock this morning. Is that right? Yes, yes. Good segue, Eric. I, uh, yes, I think you guys already heard from the committee earlier this week, um, but I just wanted to touch on it again because it is an important event. Main Street is very involved in, you know, with the committee and the planning and all of that because we know how important it is to our town and for us to just put our best foot forward and to be prepared for what's coming. Um, so, yes, today at the Rialto at 11 a.m. is the Path to Totality event, and that is open to the public. Anyone can come. Um, we encourage everyone to come. And basically, you're going to get a lot of information about what's already been done. And also, find you can find out more about opportunities uh, to get involved or, um, you know, where you can find the information you need if you're a business or an individual that wants to somehow participate or, you know, welcome this, this event to our town. Um, and also, just wanted to give a shout out because we got the banners up downtown. So, you may have seen those going up. 
um, earlier this week, and they're so cool. Um, they're I think made by five hundred one signs and vinyl, but they um, kind of show the stages of the eclipse if you drive down um, Highway sixty four through downtown. So check those out. Give them a look. Um, yeah, just one of the many ways our our city and our county are, and our organizations are coming together to prepare for that event. Yep, absolutely. That will certainly be a big event and a lot of good things happening in downtown Marlton as we were joined by Morgan Zimmerman with Main Street Marlton this morning. So thanks for the updates and we look forward to hearing from you again next month. All right. Thanks, Eric. We appreciate y'all. This is Newswatch on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.